0: Amen. High five three people and tell them it's good to be at the hill
1: Yes, three people. It's good to be at the hill. It's good to be at the hill Good to be at the hill. I'm going for four. I'm going for four good to be at the hill Man, great job team. Come on somebody It's good to be at the hill this morning. Amen Okay, three of you. Can I get some more people to agree with that? It says, it's good to be at the hill this morning. Amen Amen. Come on. If you thought you were going to go to a nice, uh, quiet, calm church, man, you missed it. This ain't us. Come on, somebody. Uh, We believe in celebrating what God's done. Amen. I'm excited. We're going to be in 2 Peter chapter 1 uh, for, for today. And it could take me 10 minutes or it could take me 2 hours and 10 minutes. Uh, either way we're going to make it. No, I'm just kidding. It won't take me that long. I like someone said, let's go. Let's go. Uh, we are. We're shifting gears. We're kind of changing our pace a little bit. I've had a lot of fun uh, preaching hello from the other side and talking about uh, when, we, when we trust God and get over to the things he's called us to do. And we're changing the pace and we're going to go just just verse by verse through a, through a, a little bit of First Peter 2 Peter 1. Sometimes I think changing the pace is healthy. And, and Anybody ever, anybody run track? Yeah, that's crazy. Good for you guys. Uh, I did that one year, and all I remember is my coach, he would say when we would do like a mile or a quarter mile or whatever is when you run around the thing, uh, that doesn't make sense. But anyhow, you run around the thing, and he'd say, jog the corners and sprint the straights. Is that a thing they still do? And I guess they do that because sometimes when you change the pace, it helps with your endurance. Come on, somebody. It helps with your endurance and it helps with your speed, and so we're going to change the pace and, and see what God does. Second Peter, uh, chapter one, starting in verse one, it says this: Simon Peter. A servant, in your translation, may say a bondservant, an apostle of Jesus Christ. Just real quick before we get anything else. A bond servant of Jesus Christ. Now, we, we read this stuff and we just jump right over it without really understanding what he's saying. So when it says he's a bondservant, it's not like, yeah, I'm a Christian, that's who I am. No, no, no. When he says bondservant, he say, what that's saying in the, in the, in the Greek there, he said a bondservant in the tradition of the day. He was saying, I'm a willing slave. To this thing, I'm a willing slave to Jesus Christ. And see, the, a slave, if he loved his master, he would, if he, would, if he wanted to become a bond servant, a willing slave of his master, he would go to that. They would have a public thing, and and they would, he would, he would take a, a nail and he would drive, have it drove through his ear, nose, or mouth into the doorframe of his master's house, and it was signifying that I was doing my own thing and I was a slave out of necessity. But now I'm choosing to serve this master, and I love that Peter. Before Before he gets to anything else, he says, I need you to know, before I get into what I do, I need you to know who I am. And who I am is a willing servant of Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Who I am is someone that has decided, no matter how I feel, no matter what life is happening, no matter what's going on in the world. He says, I'm choosing to serve this master. I'm a bond servant. Then he says, and I'm an apostle. Now, apostle, we sometimes read the word apostle and we think, well, that's a... A, a, a term they used in the first church. No apostle. That's one of the fivefold ministries. Still very active today. Uh, they take gospel to new areas. They're training and releasing, appointing people, appointing leaders. They're, they're networkers. They're bringing in the supernatural things of God. He says, Simon Peter, a, a bond servant, who I am, apostle, what I do of Jesus Christ. And I love this. To those, to those who obtained a faith equal standing with ours. By the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, he's not saying my faith level's here and your faith level's here. No, no, he's saying, I'm talking, I'm going to tell you some stuff. This is what Peter's saying. I'm going to write to you some stuff. And what I'm going to write to you, before we get into it, I want you to know who my audience is. This is what he's saying. He says, I'm trying to talk to some people today that have had a life-changing encounter with Jesus Christ. That's what he's saying. He says, "Uh, to those who have obtained a faith that's like ours. I says, I'm I'm writing to some people that that have been so impacted and inebriated by the gospel. They want it to affect every area of their life. He said, I'm writing to some people that that maybe... maybe not everything's perfect, and and maybe at times you feel less than, you're doing less than you ought to be. Maybe at times you feel defeated. That's who he's writing to. He says, and that's okay, but if you've had an encounter with Jesus, I want to tell you some stuff. He's going to go on and tell us how to live a, a life. Anybody ever feel like you're not doing enough for the kingdom of God? Is that just me? There's a few of us that'll be honest, and a bunch of us that'll lie about it. Come on, somebody. That we don't feel like we're doing good enough as a Christian. Not doing enough, but just doing good enough. We feel like we're a bad representation of who Jesus is. And who God's called us to be. He says, I'm going to talk to you today. That's what he's saying. He says, I want to talk to you today on how to get through some stuff. And how to get along with some stuff. Right? Verse (laughs) 2. May grace and peace be multiplied to you. In the knowledge of God and of Jesus our lord he says I, my prayer is that grace and that peace would be multiplied to you now you need to understand really what he's saying here sometimes when we word the word, we use the word grace we immediately go to heaven and hell we immediately go to eternity we immediately go to I, i've messed up and i need grace to get me uh, out of my mess and, and that's a very true statement but he's not saying i pray more forgiveness on your life That's not what he's saying, because forgiveness is forgiveness. Whether you've done a little wrong or a lot wrong, it doesn't matter. Forgiveness is forgiveness. He's not saying, I pray more forgiveness on your life. Really, the definition of grace is a joy or a strength to do something. There's a difference. Because some people, they have a joy and a strength to take old busted cars and add, add a, a motor to them and add paint to them and, add, and fix some rust and, and fix the interior. And they can, they can take an old busted car and make it worth thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars. See, there's a joy or a strength or an ability to do something. See, he's writing to them. He says, listen, I'm asking for an extra measure for grace to be not just added but multiplied to you in some areas. See, some of you guys, uh, you own businesses. Some of you guys are, are great employees. And some of you guys are, are spouses. And some of you guys are children and, and, or parents. And, and we walk, come from different walks of life. But I love that he's covering this. And he says, no matter what you do, I'm asking that a grace, a joy, and a strength to do better than you could have ever imagined to be to overflow in your life. Like, I I read this. I'm talking about everyday life here, guys. I read this, and I'm going, okay, Lord, I need help here. Because I ain't got all this stuff figured out yet. He says, I'm asking for a grace on your life and peace to overflow into you. Into the knowledge. The word knowledge, in this instance, in the Hebrew, means precise or correct knowledge to you. Timothy says to correctly divide the Word of God. If you can correctly divide it, you can... Incorrect, come on, somebody. You can incorrectly divide it. He says, I'm asking for a grace on your life to have the precise knowledge of who you are, whose you are, and really who God is. That's what I'm asking for you. I'm asking for a grace to come on your life to understand really who God is. And I'm not talking about a, like a, like what you learned in Sunday school in the sense of, of that he's, let me, let me tell it like this. I was talking to this lady. I was, I prayed for this lady when I lived in Joplin. She had the, this ankle thing going on and, and I was just working. I was just in sales. It at There wasn't like a massive altar call. I was just, I was in sales and I was selling. And I saw her and I thought, I need to go talk to her and I'm gonna pray for her ankle. So I walked up to her, I said, hey, can I pray for you? And she's like, okay. She's drinking her Mountain Dew. She said, sure. She put her foot out there like this. So I knelt down and I put my hand on her ankle. I started praying. She's just drinking her Mountain Dew like this. Putting the lid back on. I get done praying for grace and precise knowledge I get done praying and, and I get up and I'm, I'm telling I'm, I'm like glory to God I did my thing I did my I did I did the Christian thing I reached out to someone I did what I was supposed to do I'm good joy I'm talking not about doing what I have to do I'm talking about a joy to do what he's called me to do right and I was walking in what I had to do not what he's called me to do and so anyhow I, I get up to walk away and the Lord said or the, the Holy Spirit said ask her what she knows about me I'm like so I turned around I go, hey, do you know Jesus? She said, yeah. And I was like, sweet, okay, see ya. And I was like, no, 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 what does she know about me? What's the precise knowledge that she knows about me? So I turned back around and I said, what do you know about Jesus? She said, oh, I know there's a God and I know he does stuff for us. I said, no, honey, that's Santa Claus. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, this is, what, this is the gospel truth of what I said. I said, oh, man, okay. Well, let me tell you who Jesus is. And I began to tell her about a savior that left heaven and lived as a man and lived a perfect life and loved her. He loved the hell out of her. Come on, somebody. He loved her enough to pursue her even when she was unable, Romans 5, to do anything about her own predicament. He chose to die for the ungodly. He loved her so much. He left it all, uh, put it all on the line just for her. It was so amazing. It's amazing that her precise knowledge wasn't there, right? Right? He, P- Peter's writing here and he's going, I'm praying that, that, that the precise knowledge of who God is and who you are in him and your relationship in him would be multiplied. I was praying it like the way before I was speaking. Man, what a great. gonna get to go. How awesome was that, somebody? hundreds of people made decisions over the weekend for jesus torn wells is my hero come on somebody uh if you didn't see him man dude it was incredible anyhow it's neither here nor there uh, i'm getting ready to go on and preach and i'm praying and i'm praying with pastor nick from ash grove who's doing a, a worship song for me in the altar and i'm praying and i'm praying a very good prayer i'm praying like like i'm doing what I, i'm praying a very religious prayer which isn't bad and i'm like oh god let people have an encounter with you today. God, would, would you move on their hearts today? Oh, God, let them experience your goodness. And I came back to a, the, the revelation that I'm praying. Stay with me. I'm praying something that God wants more than I do. He wants them to have an encounter with him way more than I do. So I stopped for a minute. I really did. And I went, oh, gosh, you want this more than me. And I'm begging you for something that you want to give me. I need you to get this. It's like, it's like if Chloe were to get up, or my son Jace were to get up in the morning, and he were to come and he were to kneel by my bed and say, Oh, Daddy Bo, would you please give me some cereal today? I'm hungry. Would you please make sure I've got food? I'm hungry. Now how silly would I how silly would that be? I'd be like, son, there's a cupboard full of stuff and you have access to it. Everything I have, I wish someone would preach with me. Everything I have is yours. You got it. I would look at him like actually I would be like, son, you're kind of annoying me. You know where the milk is. <laughs> Benny, too, when he's not crawling out the dog door, he knows where the milk is. He he makes a bowl of cereal and he gets like a popcorn bowl. Not really, he gets a little bowl, puts it down, he gets the cereal. <laughs> cereal everywhere. He goes, uh oh. Made a mess. Then he goes and gets the milk. <laughs> I, I, it'd, be silly for, it'd be silly for Jace to do that. Because I want him to eat and grow and mature way more than he wants to eat and grow and mature. I'm praying this prayer. Oh, God, would you please? And the Lord reminded me, I want this way more than you do. And I went, oh, yeah, you do. You sure do, God. So my prayer went from please help to, Lord, I just thank you. That you want this so much. And you don't need me to do it. But you're allowing me to be a part of the process. Thank you. I take my kids out to eat. Went out to eat yesterday. At a place in Springfield. Uh, And um, we're eating dinner and lunch or whatever it is. And and my daughter Chloe, my oldest daughter Chloe. And she does this almost all the time. Like sometimes she'll, if I grill, anybody grill good? Any, Any, I'm terrible so I don't like you guys. Uh, or I need you to teach me Two tutorials. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not good at it. But I grill, and, and Chloe does this when I grill too, but uh, we were eating at this restaurant, and we get done eating, and she walks up to me, and she kisses me on the face, right on my cheek, and she goes, thank you for lunch, Daddy. Now, that's different than begging me for it. See, because she didn't walk up and go, Dad, I know you and Mom are going to eat, but is it okay if I get food too? No, 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 no. I want I to eat. But when she becomes grateful for something. When she begins, when she thanks me for something that I already plan on doing. When she, when she shows gratitude for, for, from me, to, to me for something that is in my heart to do. I can't tell you what happens. I'm like, baby, you want dessert? You want a new car? Let's go. Come on. What do you want, honey? Let's go get a new puppy. What do you want? Like that's, that's how God is. God didn't need Bo to do anything. He didn't need uh, the the worship team to do anything. They were lucky enough to partner with what he already wanted to do in your life. And I thank him for that. I began to to, to walk through this place where I'm like, God, my daughter taught me something in this moment. I'm like, thank you for the stuff that you already do. Not Not because you have to, but just because you love me. Like the other kids, they don't do that. And then they see Chloe do it and they're like, oh yeah, daddy, thank you. Can I have a car too? No, get over there. <laughs> right? No, that's silly. But, it's, but what my point is very true. Like God didn't need me to do anything. So I begin to thank him. Lord, thank you. That you're allowing me to be part of your process today. Wow. What if you begin to do that in your life? God, thank you. You've given me this place of work or you've given me this skill. And, and I keep asking you, but I need to understand that grace and peace be multiplied to me, overflowing in my life. And, and so I'm not going to ask you for this. I'm going to thank you. Not for I'm not going to thank you for stuff that I can't have or that you don't do. I'm going to thank you for the things that you've already done in my life. That's what Peter's saying. He, he's saying... I'm I'm trying to get to a place where we have an attitude of gratitude. I'm I'm trying to get us to a place that that grace would be multiplied unto you. And then he says, and peace. I love that, and peace. Right? Now, peace multiplied, what does that even mean? What's he mean when he says, and peace be multiplied? How about peace when you don't feel it? I think it's one thing when everything's going good to be like, God, thank you for peace. That doesn't need peace multiplied when he says grace and peace multiplied to you he's saying when when it seems like all hell is breaking loose in your life my prayer is that peace would oh my God in heaven my prayer is that when there's confusion when there's anger when there's frustration peace would come in like a flood come on somebody and it would overwhelm anything else any other emotion going on my prayer is that peace would overtake every plan of the enemy my prayer is that peace is what Peter said my my prayer is that peace would be multiplied to you. See, we think peace is that everything goes good. Jesus was in a boat in a storm in the hull of the boat sleeping. Peace is resting while all hell could be breaking loose. That's peace. He didn't Notice he didn't say. He didn't say, my prayer is that your life would be perfect in every way and that be multiplied to you. My prayer is that you never have problems with people and it would be multiplied to you. I feel like sometimes God's like, my prayer is that that, that people would tick you off. Come on, guys. Look at you guys all being perfect. Whatever. He's, He's like, no, no. My prayer is that when hell is breaking loose, heaven would come. My prayer is that when anger is trying to get the best of you, you'd control it. And you could rest in the middle of it. You could rest in the middle of it. That's my prayer. My prayer when you're talking to an idiot. And you want to tell them they're an idiot. That you love them. That's my prayer. That's my prayer. It's it's, it's tough though. But yeah, that's my prayer. That's what he's saying. That's my prayer. My prayer is that grace and peace would be multiplied to you. It's like a. So again, another light the way. Um, we have uh, I have a couple dogs. I have a little little thing that's Megan's dog, and it's a yipper. And then I have a golden doodle. He's the coolest dog ever. Y'all know what my dog's name is? Snoot dog D O Come on, somebody. That's his personality. I kid you not. He acts like he just smoked a bowl all the time. I I've never been high in my life, but I can imagine what it looks like. I play fetch with him. This is the gospel. I'm like, Snoop, let's play fetch. And he's like, okay, if you want to. And I throw it. And he's like, he runs over there and gets it. And he picks it up and brings it back. And I'm like, good boy. Here's a treat. Good boy. And I throw the ball again. I'm like, go get it, Snoop. And he's like, "Nah, you go get it. <laughs> I'm going to eat a snack and take a nap. <laughs> and he eats a snack and then he lays down. That's my dog's personality. Now, I got home from life the way late last night. and uh, We had him on. You guys have those, anybody have those electric fences that are on the collar? And it keeps them in the yard. have those nobody okay that's okay I have one and we love it and I want to try it on my kids but I'm not going to not going to that would be wrong (laughs) I can't make those jokes so those could get me in trouble that was a joke just so everyone knows I put it on my dog okay now Snoop he's lazy he don't he don't move like if you walked in my office you'd think he's dead huh Pastor Clinton? I mean he just like nah I ain't having it so I get I get home And I'm on the phone with Megan late last night. And um, she was out of town too. And and I'm on the phone. And she heard the. And she's like, oh, it's Crash." I'm like, no, it's Snoop. Snoop ran past the electric fence. Jumped up in my lap. Now you think it's cute. I was terrified that shock was going to transfer. So I'm kicking him out of the car. I'm like, get away from me. The devil is a liar. That's what I'm acting like. Because I don't want to get shocked. It's his fault. Now it's funny. He got to the point that the pain was going to happen and it kept coming. He 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 kept pursuing what he was looking for. He kept pursuing only because he wanted to be with me. And I began to see a spiritual truth there: how Jesus was in heaven, my God, and He saw you, and He had one desire for you, and that was to be connected with you, not on a Sunday but on every day. He said, "I'm going to risk it all. I'm going to leave the boundaries of heaven. I'm going to walk in human body. I'm going to die a hard a hard death on the cross. I'm going to go through pain." I'm going to go through suffering. I'm going to go through hurt and rejection and neglect. And I'm going to go through it all just for an opportunity to have a relationship with you. My God. My God. My God. I'm looking at Snoop after I kicked him out of the car and got the collar off of him. (laughs) I was like, Lord, forgive me. But I'm not willing to go through some stuff to just be with you. To just, just hang out with you. To just, like, like, I'm not willing to go anytime it gets tough. I'm like, well, eh, I tried it. wasn't worth it. No, Snoop was like, no. Nothing's going to keep me from getting to you. I was like, God, help me to be more like Snoop. <laughs> that was funnier than y'all laughed. But for real. It was challenging, man. Grace and peace be multiplied to you. That's what he says. Verse 3, he's given us access. Look at what it says. His divine power has granted us to all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. He says he's given us access to everything. Say everything. That pertains to life and godliness. And it comes through a relationship. It doesn't come through through a see there's times in my life i i try to access this i try to access what god's already promised me out of guilt or or out out of out of religiosity and 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 guys religion isn't a bad thing god instituted religion but religion minus the purpose of religion and that was to bring you into connection with god is awful he's like no 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 he's given us access to everything that pertains to life and godliness last week i talked about Uh, fishing and and I don't know how to fish and I'm learning and I'm having fun learning Um, and I talked about the guy at the front of the boat that has a fish finder, right? And how he can see what I can't see and I'm on the back of the boat and he's like, well, there's a bush here and and if we fish around that bush, there's likely we'll catch fish. Well, I'm on the back of the boat going, I don't see the bush. Dude's lost his mind and I'm on a boat with him. But I don't know how this is going to work, right? This is us in life. I don't know. I, I don't see it. And God's going, don't you understand? I've given you access to something that allows you to see beneath the surface. I've given you access to some things that allow you to see what nobody else sees. And see, the truth is, when I follow my buddy's advice, I catch fish. When I do my own thing, he laughs at me. And then I do what he says and I catch fish. Come on, somebody. See, he's saying, listen, the Holy Spirit's saying, listen, I've got access to some things that you don't yet see. And if you'll trust my leadership and if you'll trust my guidance and if you'll listen to my voice, I will allow you to see what no one else can see. And I will give you access to things that bring you fruit, 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 and more fruit in your life. I will give you access to some things that bring success to you, that bring healthy relationships to you, that bring promotion. Motion to you. It's, it's, it's kind of like a GPS. Anybody have a GPS? Hey Siri, anybody have a GPS? Come on somebody. Anybody use it? Some of y'all use it to get home after church, don't you? Hey Siri, take me home. She's like, you don't know where you live? What's wrong with you? I just don't know where I'm at. Hey Siri, and the cool thing about the GPS is it has a way to navigate Obstacles. The God positioning system in your life, if you follow it, it has a way to navigate obstacles that you'll face. And and, and your spouse says something that you don't like and you want to talk back and Holy Spirit says, shh, she's going to kick you in the head. Rerouting. There's a car wreck ahead. (laughs) rerouting it has a way of navigating obstacles and what i love is when you get off track and i'm like over here you know siri's like turn around make a u-turn make a u-turn he's stupid make a u-turn you're going the wrong way make make a u-turn And I'm doing my own thing, but the minute I, what I love about, what I love about my GPS is is when I'm going the wrong way, I can go 30 miles the wrong way for 30 days, my God in heaven, but the minute I turn my attention. It always has a way of getting me back on the right track. And you may have been going the wrong way. But the GPS, the God positioning system in your life, no matter what the area, if you'll listen to him, he says, reroute. Let me get you to your destination. Let me help you to be what I've called you to be. Let grace and peace be multiplied to you. Is this helping anybody today? Come on, somebody. He says, listen, all things that pertain to life and to godliness. What things? See, the problem with us is we separate all things from God things. We, we talk about the, the, uh, all things to life and godliness. We think that God or Jesus or the Holy Spirit or, or church, it helps us with the godly things. And it does. But I love that he made sure, Peter made sure to write all things. Anybody with me? anybody with me all things see god's going um i want your hobbies to be good too like yeah i want your job to be good i want your work to i want your business to thrive but you know what if you like to run i want to help you run i may not understand it but good for you see he says all things He says, I wanna help you be the kind of parent you need to be. I I wanna help you understand stuff at your job that makes you wanna quit.
0: That's
1: what he says. That's what it says. All things. All, say all things. It's almost, it's almost as if God said, here's a gift. And you're like, nah. It's it's almost as if like, like for instance, let's say you lived, uh, you worked maybe 90 miles from your house and you had to walk, right? And someone said, man, I've seen you struggle. Here's a car. You can have it, title it, it's yours, right? And you get that car and it's nice and you take the keys and you wash it and you're like, man, this is so cool. And you throw the keys on your table or on your mantle, right? And you walk to work the next day and it's 90 miles so you get there late and your boss gets mad at you and he chews you out and you get fired and you come back home and you're like, God, I don't understand why I lost my job. God, I don't get what's going on. Why won't you? Are you not there? And God's like, no 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 no. You had access to something that would make your life easier. You just chose not to get in the vehicle. You've got access to stuff, y'all, that will help you live every help you live a successful life. All things that pertain to life and godliness. It's not his fault. You throwing the keys on the table and are choosing to walk. Now, the truth is, it's laziness for most of us. For me, I can't speak for you. You guys are perfect. But for me, it's laziness. I'm like, it's easier if I do it this way. And the truth is, it's only easier in the beginning. If I do a little bit of extra work and do it his way, I'm on time. Or ahead of schedule. Or I advance. But when I do it my way, I throw the keys and I get fired from my job or I get fired from, or, or the, I don't have the success I was praying for. Worship team, help me. I don't have the success I was praying for. And then I look at God and I'm like, why didn't you help me? And God's like, uh, you're just not using. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? You're not using what I've given you access to. And God's like, man, if you would trust me, this is for his glory and excellence. Right? That's what it says. Put, go back to that verse. It could be verse 4. Yeah, his own glory and excellence for which he has granted us, precious, gifted us, very great promises, so that through, uh, through them you become what? Partakers, partners, uh, business partners. Um, I forget the Greek word there. Uh, koin, koinonos. Koinonos is the Greek word there. You become business partner. It's a business partnership of the divine nature, the supernatural nature of God, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of the sinful desires. Zechariah said, it's not by strength, it's not by power, but by your spirit, says the Lord of hosts. I was driving my truck one day. I was driving my truck and had this guy with me. He didn't know me real well. He was learning me in He said uh, he just said something was kind of offensive to me. Um, I bought a a new truck that was Like seventeen hundred (laughs) dollars And here's what he said i kid you not he said i wish i was rich like you That's what i said that's exactly what i said not with that much attitude though I said well let me tell you bro. I worked three jobs and I work hard and I and I start going into all the reasons why I deserve what I just bought and it's true every one of them are true and the Holy Spirit whispered my ear he said oh you did this you you did this and I went I felt like he picked me up on my head and swatted my bottom you did this and Fable I said this I I went well I worked three jobs and I you know what man said God's just really good to me bro he's gifted us all things not by your might not by your power but by the spirit of god he's gifted you wisdom come on that's right come on he's gifted you ability to sell and 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 have the best year ever he's gifted you the ability bro to make dentures and that's awesome you're the coolest denture maker i know grace and peace be multiplied. He's gifted you the ability to run businesses and to serve and to protect our city. He's gifted you. He's gifted you. Quit throwing the keys down. Pick them up and understand. But by the Spirit of God, you can walk in fullness. By the Spirit of God, you can walk fruitfully. By the Spirit of God, you can do all things. That's what he said. That's what he said. He goes on and I'm closing. He goes on to say, If you'll add some stuff to you, if you'll add virtue and knowledge and self control and steadfastness and godliness and brotherly kindness and agape love. He goes on to say, Seven through nine. He says, If you'll add these things, it's impossible that you won't bear fruit. I've given you the boat. I've given you the poles. I've given you the line. I've given you the hook. I've given you the fish finder. But if you'll add some lures. I love this. He said, listen, I'm going to do all the multiplication. That's where people fail in school. You do the simple addition that you learn early on in life. You add brotherly kindness. You treat people right. You add add endurance. When you want to quit, you don't. You add that. Said so you had that, and you'll never have a day of your life that you don't feel successful, and you don't feel productive, and you don't feel like you'll never. If you'll do these things, this is what he says. This is what he's saying. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted and he's blind, and he's forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Verse 8 says, For these qualities are, are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful. Can I help you be the most fruitful, godly person you could ever be? Let him do the multiplication. You add what you can add. When you go to bed, David said, I will be satisfied with seeing your likeness. Whew. Can we worship for just a minute before Pastor Clinton comes? Thank you for your multiplication. God, thank you that grace and peace be multiplied to us and we'll add our parts. You're the way maker. You're the promise keeper. At the end of the day, it is impossible that we are not fruitful
0: even when I don't see it, you're working. And even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, thank you, Jesus. Even when I don't see it, you're working. And even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working Even when I don't see it, you're working And even when I don't feel it, you're working You never stop, you never stop working You never stop, cause you're a way maker Way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper Light in the darkness, my God that is who you are for me Jesus We make miracle worker promise keeper light in the darkness my God that is who
2: else. Like, just get out of my way. I'll handle it. I'll make sure that it works great. And what a great reminder this morning that, listen, I can I can add what I can add, but if I'm tossing God onto a mantle, what am I doing? I'm chasing my tail. I'm, I'm patching. I'm putting a little band-aid on something that needs a, a, a doctor to come and physically fix it. here this morning, maybe you're watching online maybe you are are somewhere three years from now watching this and you feel like you're in a situation where you need to pick up the keys maybe you're in a situation where you need to say, God, I've tried but I know that you can do it better than me I've been there and I'm tired and I want to pick up what you've blessed. I want grace and peace to just flood my life. I want to accept it. I want to walk in it. I want to live in it. If that's you, can you stand right now where you are? Don't hesitate. Join me in standing and saying, I'm I'm, I'm over it, God. Here I am. I need your peace. I need your grace because I am broken. I can't do it on my own anymore. If that's you, join those that are standing right now, including me, and let's just do Let's just submit it to God and let's forget it and let's pick up the keys and let's enjoy the peace and grace that God wants to pour out in your life right now. Father, we thank you, God. We thank you for grief, grace, and peace. Yet I pray for each individual that's standing here today, saved, not saved. I found you are in the process it don't matter God we want to pick up what you have specifically for me and everyone in this room God I'm thankful that when I've run the other direction (laughs) I turn to you and you have a path already directed pointed back to you grace, and the peace, and the mercy, and the love that you came down to this earth to give. Father, we thank you. I thank you this morning for those that have standing, declaring that you're greater than me. You're, you're greater than us. You know, you know how to do it better than us. And God, we're tired of, of trying, and Father, we want to give submit and humble ourselves at your feet and walk in what you have for us. This morning, if you don't know who Jesus is, maybe you've known him, but it's been a while. It's been a minute. He wants to meet you this morning. He wants to, he wants to flood your soul this morning as your personal Lord and Savior. If that's you this morning, can you lift your hand really high? Father, I thank you this morning. God, that you stopped. You stopped the motion of everything this morning to speak right to our hearts, to speak right into our situation, into our life, no matter where we are. God, I pray this morning is a turning point where we start running back to you. It's a turning point where as we turn to you, you flood us with new mercies. You flood us with the grace and mercy that you want to give us so desperately. God, what a word. You you want it more than we do. You want to bless us more than we even want it. You've called us son and daughter. We belong to your family. Jesus, thank you so much this morning. Father, we love you so much. Jesus, in your name you pray. Amen. If God's done something in your life this morning, can you shout? Can you just give up praise? Just give some glory where its glory is due.